0: Hello and welcome to another Market Scale podcast. I'm your host, Evan Bentley, and today we have special guest Jake Sigler, Development Manager from Medcore, specializing in healthcare development. Uh, Jake is going to come on and talk about the latest in healthcare buildings, uh, what is needed in the industry today, and, and how everything is coming together. Jake, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Hey, Evan. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to kind of talk through the market and answer any questions you might have.
0: Absolutely. And, and as we know, the healthcare market is always changing, but, but something that maybe isn't always discussed is the building that houses these doctors, that houses treatments, uh, how physicians and hospitals are going about actually putting themselves in position to see more people or expand themselves. But first, let us let's talk a little bit about you. Can you kind of explain your journey thus far and, and what brought you into the industry and your path you've taken?
1: Sure, sure. I'd love to. Uh, I grew up in the DFW area at Allen. I went off to school uh, at Texas State University where I earned an engineering degree. That kind of led me into the real estate market. I originally started out with kind of a boutique firm called Integrated Real Estate Group, and they focused on senior housing and multifamily development. So I kind of cut my teeth there right after school, spent a few years there, and then actually was able to move into a quasi-business development role for a large uh, general contractor with the development arm here in Dallas area. So the whole goal there was to start their office up and uh, start winning some work. So I spent a couple of years there, learned a lot about the market, kind of the politics too that go behind the real estate development game and met some of the partners over at Medcore shortly after. And Medcore is a very young company, only about five or six years old. The partners are all uh, young guys that spent the majority of they're uh, better part of a few decades learning the healthcare market at the Sears company, so they started MedCorp and they're looking for a development manager to come on board and that's what led me here. I've been here for about two years now, purely a development company. We also have a tenant advisory service uh, line and we also have uh, a research analytics platform, but I focused on the development of healthcare facilities and senior housing facilities. So uh, that's kind of where we are now and and uh, love to give you more as you ask some more questions about what we do
0: for sure and as you said you're well versed in real estate development and the politics behind it of course we know that healthcare has its own politics altogether so tell me over the past couple of years and your experience what have you seen in healthcare development uh, you can go broad range here speaking with hospital development or physicians trying to increase the real estate they have within their groups or even private practice physicians i'd kind of like to Learn the lay of the land, what you've seen over the past year or two, uh, what's been changing, what's trending right now?
1: Well, I think as everybody knows, the last uh, probably decade or so through a few different administrations, there's been a lot of controversy in the healthcare care uh, system and, and kind of what's trending with Obamacare. And uh, now that President Trump is wanting to repeal and replace, that puts a lot of uncertainty into the market. Physicians, healthcare companies like ourselves, hospital systems are constantly having to keep their ear to the ground and trying to figure out what the next move is going to be. But even with all that diversity in the market, we've been seeing just an absolute catalyst to to the market as far as the development growth. We're at a point where we have private practice physicians, healthcare uh, companies calling us daily, asking us if we can help them figure out What they can do next anywhere from medical office buildings for a general practice physician all the way to specialty rehab hospitals, which we are developing a few of those across the states right now. We're also working with large healthcare systems to help them kind of place themselves for the next couple of years. Some of, some of the groups are on an aggressive offensive play, but we also have some groups that are looking at defensive plays and how they can keep their market share. So all indicators point towards the healthcare market really expanding. I think a lot of that is because of the demographics of our country right now, with the baby boomers are aging, and with that comes a lot of healthcare needs. So we're seeing it rapidly expand, and uh, it's been really good for our business.
0: So you speak about the baby boomers aging, um, and that's that's a large portion of the population. Uh, can you talk a little more? I know you mentioned earlier retirement facilities working in that space. Uh, is this again something that you've seen increase? Is this being driven by again, the population or is there money to be made here? What's what's the driving force behind retirement centers? What are we seeing now and maybe in the next year or so?
1: Well, as I alluded to earlier, MedCorp split down the middle between healthcare and senior housing. It just so happens I spend the majority of my time on the senior housing front. We saw a few years ago the massive need that was coming to market for senior housing. There's a statistic out there that says about 10,000 seniors turn 65 every single day. So that's a lot of people that are going to be needing to move out of their independent homes and move into a facility where there might be some care. Um, that's what's really driving the market. Obviously, that's the baby boomers. That's my parents' generation. It just so happens my parents actually moved to a, uh, a facility similar to what MedCorp developed. So that's what's, that's what's driving the market. We have a research analytics platform in-house that has been developed over the last couple of years. that really helped us identify market across the United States. We underwrite all the general uh, MSAs. We go out and we, we dig down to what we call a block group. It's basically digging down even further between zip codes and figuring out what the patient demographic needs are. We use uh, psychographic and demographic uh, portfolios to figure that out. Right now, we have a series of, of facilities that are in the work. They range from independent assisted living and memory care, so we kind of do what we call in our industry the full continuum of care. The goal is to get people in uh, in the independent living stage where they're still able to manage day-to-day uh, activities, but as they age and as some of the day-to-day activities become a little bit harder for them, they transition into an assisted living type environment where uh, care is provided for them, anything from medications to your daily meals, cleaning, laundry, all that. And then if it gets to the point where memory care is needed, we also uh, help transition our assisted living patients into the memory care where they get the best of care and and help them uh, stay as mentally and physically sharp as possible. Um, That's that's where we're seeing the market going. Um, Evan, in the early 2000s, there was a, a massive development in your housing facilities. It, it really took off. Prior to the 08 crisis, there was probably more product put on the market than demand uh, actually called for. So we do see a bit of a saturation in certain markets, DFW being one of them. Uh, we do not, my company does not see a ton of opportunity right now in DFW just because of supply demand factors, but we're looking five, 10, 15 years out and the numbers are absolutely staggering. They're saying there's going to be a double to triple in in demand uh, for seniors in the next two decades. So our company is really gearing up for that growth. We're identifying markets across the United States.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, I kind of do want to dive more into the analytics. Uh, Can you maybe tell us a little more about the systems that are in place now? I know that the numbers are showing exponential growth, but to make the calls right now and to make decisions, what other kind of analytic numbers are you looking at?
1: Yeah, so this is one part of the business that is very specialized. And I also think it gives Megpore a great advantage over some of our competitors because we do have a research analytics platform in-house and and they basically source data information from any public resources and private resources and pull it all together into one um, system that we have here. Uh, What we can do is we can narrow down age population um, we can narrow it down to ethnicity. We can narrow it down to household income. We can narrow it down to basically any deciding factors. Lots of times we look at adults from 40 to 50, how many of them are in that area? Um, because lots of times they are the decision maker for, for where their parents are gonna go. it's probably something I'm not as well versed to speak to um, on the research analytics platform, but that is a tool that we use that helps us identify markets where there's a huge patient need. Obviously, we look at our competitors, who's all in the market. We also look at the age of the facilities in the market. You know, about 60 to 70% of the product that's on the market today is close to 20 years old. They're becoming obsolete. And and they're, they're at a place where uh, a lot of adult children don't feel comfortable putting their parents in those facilities. So we go out and identify markets where we can kind of come in and revitalize uh, that area provide a new product market for uh, for some of the seniors. So that's kind of how our research and analytics works And like I said, that that really gives us a competitive advantage when it comes to finding markets in the United
0: States. That's fascinating how analytics really play a role. You know, it's so much more than just real estate or healthcare. Analytics are now so much a part of this. I, I think it's fascinating. So Jake, last question. Uh, you you've Clearly, you're a thought leader in this, and and using the advanced analytics that you have and your outlook, you've said there's exponential growth on the horizon. Um, in your experience, in your mind, what do you see happening over the next couple of years? Uh, and companies that are indeed developing these facilities to meet this demand, uh, what's it going to take to stand out from the rest? And what companies will, I guess, you could say, do better than their competition when it comes to meeting this need?
1: Great question. As I alluded to earlier, the man numbers are are there all the indicators are pointing towards uh, significant growth in the market so a lot of other companies are multifamily developer builders it's a little scary to see those kind of guys get into the market because they're not necessarily as well versed in what it takes to, to make one of these facilities work you know the development piece is a critical piece but the operations of these buildings are what's really the driving factor for Without a successful operator, facilities can fail and they can fail very quickly. Competitive advantage for groups like Medcore that know the healthcare market, that know the senior housing market. We can bring those operations in house or we can hire some of the best operators that we can partner with and, and oversee. Really, when you look at senior housing, it's all about really running a business. It's not just a pure real estate play. You're running a day to day business and that business has to be managed very well in order for you to be successful. So um, I think that could be part of what gives some companies the leading edge over others. Also, you know, with this whole live, work, play environment that's going on, you know, seniors aren't uh, necessarily out of the loop there. They, they wanna move into places with amenities, amenities that allow them to stay active. In uh, all our facilities, we try to include as many amenities as possible from swimming pools to nice spas, hair salons, we have activities for them to do. We have buses that will take them to Oklahoma to, to go see a concert. Uh, we we try to provide a lifestyle for for our people. It's going to keep them busy and keep them wanting to stay in our facility. That's huge. People have worked hard their entire lives. Now they're in their retirement years and, and they want to still have fun and stay active. You know? So we have uh, happy hours that we put on in our ballroom weekly. We have arts and crafts rooms. We just have a tremendous amount of things that they can stay active
0: doing <laughs> interesting point the live work play everyone wants to think that it's just the millennials in their workspaces needing the live work play atmosphere but actually it's the seniors as well so
1: yeah sometimes they play harder than we do
0: <laughs> exactly We're, we'll have to remind them uh anytime i'm having that argument that it's just for everybody now it seems so Jake. i want to thank you so much for coming on today super interesting conversation especially with the analytics portion. Um, that many might not realize is, is so huge in every decision that's made. So Jake, thank you so much for coming on. We would appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. And if I can get you any more information on the uh, research analytics, feel free to reach out and I'll, I'll get some stuff to your company.
0: Absolutely. And so for everybody listening um, for more on Jake and Medcore, you can go to Medcor Partners. Dot com. Much more in-depth knowledge can be found there. So Jake, thank you so much for joining. Again, this is Evan Bentley as your host. You've been listening to a scale podcast. We'll talk to you all next time.